The Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast. Very, very much immediate post-match reaction to Crystal Palace's 2-0 defeat away at Ellen Road at the hands of Leeds United on a Monday evening. Uh, as always, uh, I'm Matthew and I'm joined uh, by Luke and Kevin. Uh, I'm not going to bother asking how they are because I don't want to be sworn back at. But let's get straight into it, chaps. Um, Palace made a couple of changes. Uh, our, our new, our new centre-forward, JPM. Um, got a got a start uh, after a couple of games on the bench, and the other change. Someone help me out. Obviously, Wilf injured, so PVA, PVA went uh, left midfield. Although we come on to where wherever he decided to play <laughs> in that first start in a minute. Leeds very very early goal, uh, didn't they, Kev? And uh, it kind of set the tone for. I, I would normally say the opening uh, sort of moments of the game, but actually the ninety minutes <laughs> that we saw. Yeah, I mean, it's getting a bit frustrating, Matt, isn't it? To see us, I mean, we conceded after 70 seconds against Newcastle. And when we got past the second minute, we hadn't conceded. I thought, yeah, this is looking solid. And then what do we do? We concede in the third minute. Um, This is the difference. Premier League, you get punished. The ball comes, you know, we win the ball back. It goes up to Mateta, doesn't stick. Leeds rob him, you know. And let's be honest, we don't close down again. And yes, it gets a slight deflection, but... Ultimately, we don't close it down. We're 1-0 down inside three minutes and it sets the tone for the evening yet again. Really, really frustrated. Really frustrated. Uh, it was. We have to remember that Palace has just come off the back of two victories. So we're expecting a very, very different uh, you know, a performance, uh, for want of a better term. Luke, what, what is it that went wrong that we conceded so early tonight? Lack of urgency, I'd say. You know, I, I think Leeds, they, they were very much off the flash out the... Um, the blocks weren't they and like, like Kev says you know you can't allow a player to carry the ball with the four or five yards before he has a shot in the edge of your 18 yard line it, it just seems a bit silly really because I, I don't know what happened between Luca and Reader World if they were out of position and then obviously you've got Dan and Cahill that then need, need to therefore come and engage the man who's who's having a shot and Cahill does and Kev yeah I know he says a slight deflection but without the deflection is that's not going in um and yeah, just just disappointing to see a lack of urgency from Palace there in the opening minutes, and it was kind of um, what we saw throughout the game as well. Yeah, set the tone, didn't it? Let's be honest, it set the tone, and uh, I think the difference was we got a reaction up at Newcastle, didn't we? We never really looked. I don't know what your thoughts were, Matt, but I didn't really think as though we looked as though you know, cold Monday night in New- in in Yorkshire. You know, knowing that they're going to be at us. I don't think the pitch helped, if I'm honest. I, you know, I know it's only the second time. A lot of players were slipping, but that was equal for both sides. What was your take on it, Matt? Poor. Really, really poor. Really disappointed. Uh, just before we came on to, to, to record this podcast, I was taking a moment to reflect and try and think about what positives I could take from tonight. I can't think of any. I don't think any of them had a good game tonight. I was really disappointed with... Roy Chuck tried something different tonight. You know, mm. he's listened to people who say he doesn't change and, and, and the like. I'm not, I'm not sure there's any reason uh, this is the why, 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 he, why he's made the changes he has. But, you know, people say he doesn't make a change. He did tonight. He made, he made, he made some quite big changes. You know, putting our normal left back at, at, at left midfield is a, is a big thing to do. The, the, for PVA to play the way he did in the first half, to get hauled off at first at half time, says it all. There were moments in that, in that first half, Kev, where he was centre midfield, he was right back, he was left back. I don't know what he was playing at, 
And, and it kind of, for me, is, is one of the frustrating things I took from tonight is that what, what, what were they doing out there, Luke? I said to you boys via text and I that at half time it was an interesting 45 minutes for the PBA experiment. And uh, yeah, obviously Roy had seen enough because he dragged him off for Andros. And yeah, I'm with you, bruv. I think the reason that that, that experiment was, was failed and it's never probably never going to be seen repeated, we saw about 10 minutes of it at Wolves in the FA Cup, I think, didn't we? And the same thing kind of happened there. You know, I think that Roy obviously can't trust PBA to, to do that sort of... Um, tactical side of the game you know I think if he wants a winger he wants someone who's going to be on that side and yeah seeing him uh, drift inside and look I'm not, I'm not trying to make him the full boy for the game because there was there were bigger problems than, than PBA cutting inside but um, that's certainly a factor in why he was hauled off at half time and Andros came on and if I'm honest Townsend was probably my man of the match in, in, from what he showed of Endeavour and chasing down in the second half I thought it was brilliant and one of the few players to come out with any credit tonight well, that, that's one of the things we did lack consistently, wasn't it? It was any real endeavour. It was any fight, any battle. We didn't see any fire in the bellies tonight. And, and we always say in this podcast, don't we? If they give it a go, if they get walloped, we don't mind. It's about the fact they give it a go and, you know, honour the shirt and the badge. And there didn't seem to be much of that tonight. I mean, it was scary for me just how little... I mean, Palace are used to having not a lot of the ball, right? It's part of the game plan. Catch, catch them on the break, so and so forth. But we were just, we were we're not in the game at all. Leeds didn't just have possession. They were dominant, absolutely dominant. And that wasn't just a spell. It was the whole 90 minutes. I can't think of a meaningful Palace uh, possession or or part of play, Kev. Help me out if if you can. But, you know, any any forward play we went would seem to be a bit of luck, a bit of, you know, a few passes put together few sort of the okey cokey and 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 that, and that was it. it it was going out for a corner or or, or you know yeah, just yeah that, nothing it's just I think, nothing yeah, i think you're right matt I, I think we lacked a lot of intent you know and the thing is you know that leads aren't going to stop and they're just going to keep doing what they do we'll come on to it later but the second goal again is a classic example you know they i, I can't i think he won it off one of our players but they get the shot in the keeper makes a good save but and again you know scotty dan slow to react and you know bamford gets his 100th career goal you know let's be honest boys i called that at six o'clock that bamford would score tonight i said i put that on the text and it was a guarantee it was written in the stars that he was going to score against us but we just just lacked anything, you know. Eze, when he drifts past players, he looked great, but, you know, he didn't do it enough again tonight. You know, he gets one great opportunity, in fairness to Bats, when he won that ball. You know, we, we had two chances. We had the, the chance which Eze, you know, blasted to Huddersfield, I think, it, when it landed. Um, and then, you know, and then you've got the situation where Andros, in fairness, connects well, but hits it straight at the goalkeeper about 30 seconds later. I still actually felt, even up to about 82 minutes, if we'd got one, it would have been an interesting last five or six minutes. I honestly believe that. But we just lacked, I don't know, we just... I, do you know what, Matt? You know, we're, we're always balanced. You know, credit where credit's due. Leeds played very well, but we let them play well as well. I mean, we didn't offer anything really. And, you know, I, I thought the centre forward, I think Luke sent me, a, Luke sent a note, didn't he, saying something on social media saying, bring him off after 29 minutes. What a joke, you know. Yes, he, it's going to be hard adjusting. I thought he worked hard. I mean, there was one run he did in the second half where he ran his socks off to get on the outside. So, we, we as always, we won't get too down on it. It is frustrating, but it certainly felt to me as though we got 29 points. They felt as though they were safe and they weren't really playing that hard. And that, to me, is very, very disappointing. Yeah, I think I think you do well 
to avoid the uh, the Leeds love fest on on off Sky Sports to know about Leeds high press or constant pressure as as they kept comparing it to, and, and they did do that quite well to be fair. But yeah, Kev, a couple of points you made. Eze, I thought that there was a couple of times tonight where I was really frustrated in the minute. It reminded me of watching a young Wilfred Zaha and that he'd he'd do really well to carry the ball up the pitch and bring the team up the pitch. And then there was just that that decision making and, and we need to obviously give him time to adapt his game to the Premier League. We mentioned Jean-Philippe Mateta, but also Eze is, is coming up from the Championship. So he's just got to learn that nous of when to release the ball that little bit sooner, little millisecond, a little bit sooner. JPM, I thought, did okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a tough night. I think the first uh, interaction of the game, he had about 30 seconds, he left himself on the floor, which for, for a big lad must have hurt his spine a little bit. But he did okay. A couple of balls bounced off him. He showed a, a couple of nice flicks. AU did what AU does best and, and, and worked hard, but he was absolutely knackered by the end of it. And, I take it ha- back, actually. I take it back, Luke. AU did work hard tonight. He was the one mm. who did show some some guts. Yeah, but but him like like everyone else struggled to keep their feet. I think him and PVA spent more time on the floor um, than on the feet in the first half. Uh, and that that new pitch, uh, what they were saying that they bought it off Tottenham, and if you've got new grass that's got a little bit of moisture in it, and I think uh, Tottenham have done a job on them, don't you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> minus two or whatever it is tonight up there. It was just an ice rink, wasn't it? And I think a lot of the lads changed their studs at half-time. But that was the same for both sides. So you, you can't use that as a, a reason why we lost the game. So, I think the best thing about tonight, let's be honest, sorry, Matt, just to cut in, just I think the best thing tonight was finding out the fact that Ray Lewington is the uncle of Alien who plays for, for Leeds. So I think that was, yeah. that was mostly the best fact I found out tonight, quite Snip frankly. it there, mate, yeah. Great bit of they got, information. They got some. These are good players, though. They've got some good players. Leeds, you know. This, this, this not you know shy oh, away no. from the fact they have. I mean, yeah. the, the, the telly tonight. They loved that bloke on the on the. Is it the bloke on the wing? Rafinha. Rafinha. He was. He was Rafinha. all right. He wasn't that. Is it? They've got. They've got better players. I mean, he was got, all right. He was brilliant, Matt. He was all right. He wasn't he was that great. good, Kev. He, he was. He was, good he was, as he was decent. If his he's name a, was Jones, he, they wouldn't be uh, wax, waxing Liverpool about him. It's because he's got a sexy <laughs> name, let's be honest. <laughs> I thought, I, 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 I'm not going to lie, he was good, but he wasn't as good as they are making out. Goodness me. I mean, I, I mean, Ailing's a good player. Do you know Do you know who is very good? And it and it makes me feel sick in the back of my head to say it. Patrick <laughs> Pamford. <laughs> bloody how terrible was he for us? And look at him for them. I mean, I mean, okay. So we had a wall, we had a wall in here, but we, we, he was, he was, he was on fire against uh, us in the first game, wasn't he? The Sellers game, the volley he scored, um, yep. and then one he went offside as well. You know, he was top notch for them that game. Um, Let's be so, honest, but, he should have, he should have had a brace at our place. When it? it's the worst offside ever with his arm up, we said that at the time, and and I did say, didn't I? He might go on and be a top goal scorer this season. I did say, and you all laughed at me. But he's banging him in again, and you know, fair play to him. He's, yeah. he, you know, and, and he got his hundredth career goal. So you know, credit where credit's due. Nathaniel Klein right. had his hundred and fiftieth Palace appearance today, but you know, it's it's just not been a great Monday night, has it? And sometimes we just have to say they were better than us. They've gone top ten. We'll just hang around where we are. But you know, Luke's thirteen points are now gone, so it means only me or you can win Matt now. So uh, I, I think I'm in pole position. So if we can get two more wins out of these three games, let's be honest, if we beat Burnley, if we beat Brighton, we won't give two monkeys what happens against Fulham. Just on Bamford, I think he's matured, isn't he, physically into, into a good player. I mean, we might have mentioned this in November. Apologies if we did to our listeners. But I think the player that we saw at Selhurst 
um, back in 2017, I want to say, 18, is that right? Pardew, wasn't it? So about, Pardew. Uh, was it 16 then? Was it earlier than that? 15, 16, bloody hell. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can never imagine that player standing toe-to-toe and going up for headers with Scott Down, could you? And now he was. Yeah. He, he was, you know, beating Scott Down. So fair play to him, you know, he's, he's done yeah, well. Credit, but, um, credit where credit's due, boys. Yeah. Credit where credit's but I think, due. But I think also you look at the team he's playing in, so that Harrison, is he the chap on life from Man United? I mean, he's, he's good. You know, if they want to wax lyrical about someone, I want to tell you he's good. Phillips is another good player. Um, yeah. The other wing back is it Alioski or something, yeah. something like that. He was good as well. So yeah, I, the point I was making just just a little while ago was that you know okay that Rafina chap was all right, but they 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 got a good they got a good team there, and, and I think we came yeah. up against them you know on the back of a good result for them uh, last last game round. What was disappointing for me is that we couldn't kick on and make it three wins in a row. I mean, I think I think a point tonight would have been a fantastic result, but it was. What's disappointed me? We are so far off it, off that. You know, if we got a point tonight, it'd have been absolutely criminal. Yeah, yeah. I, I think also disappointing was, was Luka Milivojevic's performance. And you know, we've we, we've we've dug him out a few times in this podcast. And to be fair, he's been in decent form the last couple of games. But tonight was a, definitely a night to forget for him. You know, I think he was definitely trying to get sent off towards the end. Um, he was flying his shackles, knitting elbows, fly everywhere. He misplaced so many passes, you know, from, from your captain. It's just a, a really poor performance. He, and he really needs to start hitting some, some consistency, especially when you've got someone like Jara Riederworld who's trying to break his way into the team. You know, you might, Luca might find himself out of favour and, and Riederworld given that one holding midfielder uh, role. Um, what do you reckon, Kev? Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think uh, I think there's a time. I mean, the thing is as well, Luca twice was caught out on corners. He was beaten at the corner where man 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 marking uh, one up each end, and the players lost him and both got their headers in. And that's you know, and as I think it was Andy Hinchcliffe on the Sky commentary said, you know, you can't man mark and let the man get in front of you. You've got to be alert. So I don't know if he's just lost a lost a yard or whatever. As we said, he's played well the last few games, but tonight he was off it. it you know, he weren't alone. There was a lot of them were off it, but ultimately, as you said, it's disappointing. And you know, let's be honest, Leeds have come up. They're tenth. They've got thirty-two points and playing some good football. But I just would have expected more from us tonight. And uh, I think we all expected them to go up there and, and and give it a bit of a go. And I don't think they did. And that's disappointing. And that's what I'm finding frustrating is that lack of consistency. And I think the interesting thing is, Luke, as you said, is, um, you know, when Jimmy Mack and that are fit, you know, I'd throw Jimmy Mack in with um, uh, with uh, Gyro or someone. Get, you know, let's let's change it a bit in again because Lucas seems to have got himself comfortable again, and he's not playing. He's not playing great. I don't think. Hundred percent, Kev. I, I was thinking in that first half, what what we're we missing tonight? What's going wrong? And Jimmy Mack was the first mm-hmm. that came to mind. I mean, put him Absolutely. in that side. Uh, and yeah, for Luke or, or it could be anyone, any of them tonight, couldn't it? Really, he could have played up front and made a difference. But you know, I, I think yeah, the, the grit of it. Obviously, the Wilf, the Wilf situation is there, right? And, and that was always going to be part of the dynamic tonight. But and also on on the Wilf side of things, it's quite interesting. So JPM, as I'm going to call him now, uh, Mateta, he he, what I noticed about he was hanging around the box a lot more. So I was doing the, the chasing and dropping back. And JPM, the game plan seemed to be for him to sort of stay up up top a, a lot more. So you think about, you know, Eze and Wilf on on the flanks, you know, and are you doing the, the the graft around there with with him up front with a bit more of a license to get forward, which is kind of what we what we seem to be um, lacking. I Benteke brings it, doesn't he? 
Um, but but this this chap looks looks like an exciting opportunity in that respect. So, you know, trying to trying to find some some positives from tonight. Yeah, I've, I've won it. It's only when Tekkers came on that we put a ball into the box from Andros. But I, I think you know JPM could have done. Obviously, he's used to that target man role playing the big man up front. So you've got to give him a service, and he he, he was starved of service this evening, wasn't he, Kev? Absolutely, I, I agree. You know, we didn't. I mean, I think we had what one corner, and the quality of the corner was shocking. You know, and the reality of it is, if you're going to play a six foot four centre forward, put the ball in on him. I mean, let's be honest, the one header which Benteke got mm. was a great piece of work by Andros really to get that, pulled it back and whipped it in. But ultimately, you know, we've had, you know, we've had, in essence, we've had three opportunities in the second half, haven't we? We've had the the Tekkers header, uh, the Andros shot and the Eze's you know, the one that's on its way to Huddersfield. You know, the reality of it is we've had some chances. You know, I think we had one chance in the first half. You've got to take one of them. Uh, and, and as you say, I, I, I wasn't unhappy with what I saw from Mateta. I think he's realised very quickly the Premier League's a different level. But, you know, he scored goals and, and let's, give him, let's give him that opportunity. And we've got a fair opportunity now with two or three winnable games. Um, give him a chance. Give him a chance. Put him up there. Let's see what he can do. Because we, I think we saw with Sorloff, didn't we? When he didn't score, I mean, he scored that perfectly good goal at Chelsea, which got disallowed. Um, if you don't get him scoring in those first four or five games, you don't want to see their confidence suffer. And he knows where the net is. So let's give him that chance now. Let's look at some future and let's, let's give him that opportunity over the next few days. We've got a chance Saturday, guys. We're back on Sky. You know, they haven't got too many days to lick their wounds, but they need, he needs it again. How many times have we said it? He needs a reaction. Because that that was not good enough. And if you were a Palace fan and gone up there tonight and you're coming home on a Monday night, you'd be really peed off. Really yeah. peed off with that lack of attitude, lack of effort. And I'll sit in my living room, let alone go in there. <laughs> yeah. I think it was interesting. Obviously, Mateta was told he was going to be given an hour because he knew it was coming off before even, even the ball came up. So he knew. I wonder if there was some thinking in terms of blooding in tonight instead of, you know, and, and giving him more a chance than if you were to start him, throw him straight in against the start against someone like Ben, me and Trofsky, the other two big Burnley defenders who, who might give him more of a tough game. Although, you know, it wasn't to say that Leeds defenders didn't. Well, maybe maybe that was some of the thinking behind it. And you know what, Luke, if that is some thinking, I wouldn't actually start him on Saturday against them too. So, you know, uh, OK, the Leeds centre-backs, well, Cooper is relatively tough, but... Compared to those two you just mentioned, different, different, different ball games. So we'll be interested yeah. to see what Roy does, and it won't be to JPM's lack of you know desire and effort to, to give it a go that he doesn't get a, uh, another game. I mean, Bournemouth, um, sorry, Bournemouth, Burnley have got Bournemouth haven't they in the cup tomorrow night, so they've got a, a day less rest than, than than we have for the weekend. I know they've just come off a, a draw with Brighton, haven't they? Who are down down sort of down the lower bit. So shouldn't speak too freely because we're not a million miles away, but points wise we are. Um, so, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, and and um, you know, another another chance for us to bounce back, as Kev said. You know, a game a game is what you want now, right, Kev? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a good. I mean, we know we've got three good games. You know, there's still there's still nine points are very much there for the taking. You know, we would have hoped to have got more tonight. If it if it was me, I'd mostly throw I'd throw the young lad in on Saturday because actually. I would mostly want to give him that baptism of fire against uh, Tchaikovsky. Uh, Who's Tchaikovsky? <laughs> you know, well, he's a bit of a Did composer, isn't he? He's a bit, he's a bit of a composer. I'd throw, I'd throw him in against Ben, me and the other bloke. That's what I'd do. I'd, I'd blood him against those tough boys because actually that's what you want, right? 
because if he can if he can mix it with him, you'll go. Yeah, you'll go Tekkers. Yeah, I'm Mm. sure he will. But you know, I'd throw Tekkers on after half an hour, uh, after an hour, and give the young lad sixty minutes, and then put Tekkers on for the last thirty minutes to batter him personally. But there's there's a headache up there for the Royal, though, isn't it? Now because I thought Batman did okay when he came on. He looked hungry, you know. He had a little bit of skill on the on the the touchline to create that chance for Eze. Look again, like all all strikers, it's going to be difficult in the system if they're star they're starved of service, aren't they? But you know, we need to be champion now, strikers. There's too many Palace fans too quick to get on the back of our of our, of our front men. Um, you know, look what happened to Sirlot and, and you know, people di- didn't really get a chance. And then, you know, they're, they're, cru- they're crucified online. And I don't want to be hyping JPM to, up too much. But yeah, this, this champion, this boat, just give him a go. He, he's looked good. Let's see him do the business on Saturday, maybe from the bench. Who knows, Kev? Yeah, can I ask two things, though, boys, before we move on? Just a quickly, firstly, and forgive my ignorance, how long is Wilf out for? Do we know roughly? I know it's hamstring. What? Any ideas? Why hasn't not- said? He's not no, said. Okay. Okay, so second, my second point, which is somewhat linked to what you just said around social media. Now, obviously, I come from the older generation, so I've heard of this Twitter thing, but you know what I mean. The truth of the matter is we've seen some horrendous stuff over the weekend on Twitter around footballers getting abused and referees. I mean, I heard tonight, you know, whatever your view is on Mike Reed, uh, Mike Reed. <laughs> The, the, read, the, the referee, I'm having a right nightmare, and I <laughs> might read Mike Dean, Mike Riley. You've got people getting death threats over stupid things on social media. And, and you, you text me, Luke, 29 minutes, I think you said some of the Palace fans were digging out our centre forward, right? Is that right? Matt, you can stop pulling faces like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Reed up. Oh, don't believe it. <laughs> Ricky, 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 you pilchard. Yeah, you oh, got to keep this in. <laughs> Get out of my pub. Anyway, on that note, right, social media is wrong, boys. What's going on is, is so wrong. People are getting ripped to bits over decisions and everything. And the point I was just going to make is, can we start championing it on the pod that you know, there, there ain't any room for any of this sort of stuff. If people can't say sensible things, then I'd rather not hear from them, all right? I'd rather not hear from them because it's getting it's getting to the stage. If you've got a referee who doesn't want to referee again because of the threats to his family, I'm sorry. There's something gone seriously wrong, boys, and we, we've got a responsibility to make sure we're getting that out there as well because this is bang out of order now. It's gone too far. It's gone too far. Yeah. Sorry, Luke. No, I completely agree with you, Kev. I think two points on that. I think we mentioned it earlier, you know, I think a lot more people are now venting on social media because they've got nowhere else to do it. You know, normally to be at a game or at a pub or whatever. And this is now a platform, you know, people can put stuff out there and, and get almost like acknowledgement of it through, through likes and retweets and, and things like that. So it's almost that sort of social interaction for people. But also the second point is there's, there's such a lack of accountability on these social media platforms, especially Twitter, where people can... I could set up now uh, a different account and just send you a load of abuse, Kev. And, and you know, because I've not got my name or my... Please don't. Prof- <laughs> but no, you know, people can do this. They can hide behind a, a profile picture of someone else. You know, they can create a whole identity. You know, I don't know quite know how it works in terms of the science of it. Perhaps we need to get Tom on the pod to tell us about the security of it. But, you know, in terms of, you know, IP addresses, if someone sets up a VPN, I don't know if that doesn't make them trackable, but... Yeah, there, there needs to be some sort of license or people uh, agreeing to some sort of accountability when they set up these accounts now that what they say can be c- can be called upon. Yeah. What's your view, Matt? Well, I, I think just to build on that point, however, there, there's one thing knowing if someone is and there's something, some, there's something else with doing something about it. So, mm-hmm. so at the minute, you know, the examples of people 
getting away with things. So Ian Wright obviously was in the press in the week, wasn't he, with his own situation? But it's it's clear that it's not a de- it's not a deterrent. There's there's no mm-hmm. sort of penalty. It's it's and, and you know it, it's it's I'm with you, Kev, 100. percent And Luke, what you said, it's it's disgusting. It's wrong. Um, and and absolutely, you know, this pod. Um, if, if you do that on the, listen to this pod, switch off now. Is basically what we're saying yeah. because you know we we don't want listeners like that. Uh, and I'm sure uh, the the vast majority of, of people uh, in this world are not like that. So it is the minority, but the minority absolutely need to be um, yes. dealt with in, in whatever way um, needs mm-hmm. to be done. Um, and yes, Kev, it, it needs to be um, stopped now because it's it's getting to a position whereby, like you say, situations are becoming. Um, very, very, very wrong. But there's a real positive note to mostly finish our pod, boys. So, so just, just work it out. So Luke can't possibly get 13 points now, Matt. Maximum he can get is 12. You're still in with your 10. I'm in with nine. And Matt, before we forget, mate, a couple of things. Happy birthday for yesterday. And by the way, my mum says, thanks for the shout out. She's never <laughs> felt so special. And I said, well, that must have been great if that was what it was like with my dad, if he's never felt so special. But fair play to her. She loved it. I've got to edit that bit out, Kev. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't edit that bit out. My, my, dad got, my dad, God rest his soul, we lost him just over eight years ago. But bless him, you know, he, he, he will see the funny side of that. He'll Good. see the funny side of that. Hello, Kev's mum again. Hello, Ken, yeah. Hello, Ken, Ken's mum. We should start every point with Alan Ken's mum. Make it a feature, okay. yeah. So, yeah, so we return to, to action on Saturday against Burnley, like we say. It's not a, not going to be an easy one. Then we go to Brighton. Of course, that would be an easy one. Uh, and then we've got Fulham <laughs> at home. So, I, st- I think, Ken, we're still, we're still on call to pick up some points, whether it's nine or ten. Do you know what? After tonight's, after tonight's, I'd take anything. So um, it doesn't look like we to pick up another point for the rest of the season, the way they play tonight. So I'm sure we'll turn it around on Saturday. We need a doggy performance, right? We need some guts, guts and glory on, on the weekend and something to get behind, right? Because um, there wasn't a lot of that tonight, unfortunately. And I'm uh, very, very sure that Roy will, Roy will turn it around. Um, as always, at Six Pointer Podcast uh, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, do follow us, uh, do like us, do share us. Tell your friends to tell a friend. Uh, and thank you very much for everyone who does get in contact. We appreciate all the all the nice comments. Um, and we look forward to engaging with more of our listeners on the on the pods in the coming uh, weeks and months. Um, chaps, thanks very much as always. Well done for, for keeping it relatively positive. We did our best tonight. And as always, uh, to our listeners and to everyone, stay safe and up the palace. Up the, up palace. the palace. The Six Pointer Podcast. Uh-huh.